Hi everyone, it's the Pirate People Podcast from North Central Missouri College's Pirates Digital Media. I'm Rick Cole, we're back from our holiday hiatus with more people with connections to North Central Missouri College. On today's podcast, freshman student Audrey Keel, she goes by Ray Keel, is from Lathrop, Missouri. She's part of our Pirates Digital Media team and is very knowledgeable already in lots of aspects of video work. You may have seen some of her promotional projects for North Central on our online telecast. And she joins us today on the Pirate People Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Audrey Keel is here, better known as Ray Keel, a freshman from Lathrop, Missouri. What uh, what brings you to North Central? I'm just getting my gen eds done before I go back, go to uh, get a digital media degree. Going to go to a four-year, I'm guessing, after graduation? Yeah, I'm mainly thinking about Northwest right now. Okay. So. We're going to talk about your role uh, at North Central Missouri College on Pirates Digital Media, all that kind of stuff. But first, you kind of got your interest in digital media, as I understand it, through your dad's business and promoting that. Can you tell that story? That's incorrect. Okay, correct me. <laughs> uh, I got my interest during high school because I took I took pretty much every single one of my high school's uh, business classes. And as such, I did have to take a surprise final during my senior year that I originally I wasn't supposed to be taking, which was a lovely surprise for me. But uh, <laughs> so I got it because I took all of those classes. And then I randomly decided during my sophomore year that I had to that I was going to help Prisby out, Prisby, my band director, by helping create uh, websites and create the videos for the seniors just to send the seniors off with a senior video. Created all that stuff and then it sort of blossomed from there. And then I created a legacy my senior year. I had to choose, I created my own band office, which was band historian. Then I had to You created choose. your own office? Well, sort of. Prisby created, designated to me and technically I was the first band historian. So I created a legacy there. And so I taught my successor, Elizabeth, how to do all the stuff. And then it sort of blossomed from there and I knew that was what I wanted to do because I loved it so much. And then I just sort of went with it. <laughs> right, but your family's business figures into this somewhere, right? Oh yeah, they taught me a lot of skills. I mean, granted, I do not, I will admit, I really do not want to be in the uh, marketing aspect um, because of certain amount of numbers and stuff like that I don't want to do but I do it did help me understand a lot of the the business and marketing world and how well, first of all back back up and tell us what what business is your family in and what was your role in the marketing uh, my my dad is uh, works at consulting logistics he is basically a trucking agent he owns the office and so he Basically, you have truck drivers all around, and truck drivers work for companies. However, there's a whole bunch of companies out there who do not need that and do not um, have those truck drivers to transport things. So my dad's responsible for finding the truck drivers and companies to transport those loads. Okay. Basically, co those companies pay him an amount, and he would pay a, a large portion of that amount to the truck driver and their company um, for hauling that load. Basically... My dad would even sometimes, if it was a good customer, break even just to get that load delivered in order to main a good, maintain a good contact with that, um, with that uh, company. 
a lot of truck brokers will not do that because they want to make as much money as possible. My dad will break even just to get some stuff moved. He is more honest than most. Right. And your role within the company? I was a... Um, the technical title was a marketing assistant because I worked underneath a lady named Stephanie. And she taught me a whole bunch about the filming um, industry and about um, what certain things me mean um, for uh, filming, such as each color and what it represents and the, the subliminal messaging that comes with it. Um, but, but my role, basically, I was technically an intern, but my official title was marketing assistant. So... You've got an amazing amount of skills before you came to North Central. How did you pick those up? Mainly self-taught. I I experimented a lot. Like I said, I was uh, I create I my uh, teacher created for and designated me the band historian. So I created my own office. Technically, she says I created it. She's it's more like she created it for me. But basically, we in my class uh, I would just be so far ahead because I'd experiment with everything so my teacher didn't even bother in my business classes some of my business classes were like graphic design and stuff like that sure. those are technically qualified as business classes I found out but yeah I experimented with everything I went to Photoshop really early like even before we were supposed to do it in class and I had fun with it <laughs> we had a, a we had a situation, I guess, the, a couple of nights ago, going back uh, at least a couple of weeks, where one of our cameras was way out of whack in terms of color for our live broadcast, and you fixed that sucker. How did you? <laughs> how, how did you learn how to do that kind of stuff? Um, it. I didn't really learn to do it. I experimented with it. Um, once I realized that it was the matrix and the skin detailing on the camera, because right. the matrix was way out of whack. The matrix. What's a, what's a matrix? Um. Basically. It, it decides the proportions of colors. Okay. At least the way I understand it. I'm not too familiar with it. I just know it on the camera, and I know that I fixed it. But uh, the way I understand it is, is the proportions of colors. So I just upped the matrix immensely because it was very, very low for the camera. Yeah, the and colors then, were flat. Yeah, and the ski, skin detailing, I upped that as well because you, it was a little blurry. On what's, the a, what's a skin detail? how much you show on your face and stuff like that how Color much detail you're talking about right or detail detail intimate okay. details like if it's blurry or something like that if it blends together yeah and so in that situation you just got in there and messed with it and was able to fix it oh yeah after i'd spent hours and hours <laughs> in the in the instruction book. what you did all right <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know you spent that long to oh, fix yeah. it. Oh, it was frustrating. Very <laughs> frustrating. So, yeah, well, I was a, you did a great job with that. Um, where is this going to take you? I mean, what, what do you want to do with anything in the, the video, marketing, whatever it leads you? What's, what's kind of your goal? Right now, I want to be in the film editing field, but anywhere in filming, really, I, I'm trying directing right now. As you know, I'm learning. That's going to have you tell that story. Yeah, basically, I just went. Um, well, one game, a uh, person named Dalton. He was supposed to be directing. He was late. Then you decided that I would sub in for a director. I recall sure. you asked what you could do and that was the first thing that came I asked mind. what I could do to help to make things easier <laughs> for you. You decided I was going to be a director <laughs> and so I didn't even know which cameras or which uh, viewport went to which camera. Um, which which view screen which to which camera and so I was just trying my best to figure it out. By the time I figured it out um, Dalton got there which I was very thankful <laughs> for 
And then uh, the next day, I decided to sit on a game to learn how a little bit of directing. You, are you kind of courageous like that by nature? I like to experiment with things. I'll fully admit there's a lot of things I don't know that I'd like to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things that uh, you won't ever get to because they're just so complex in all this business. Well, the world is full of complexities. You have to right. be willing to go in there and figure things out. I mean, for me, the reason I know the stuff I know about video editing and photo editing now is because I went through and experimented. No one really taught me. It was something I learned because I went in there and experimented. But there's a lot more I could learn from classes and stuff like that. Right. You have to be willing to go places, go the places you need to to learn. Whether it be using your free time to experiment and do what and figure out what you want to do, or be willing to spend that time in a classroom to learn it. Your mom and dad kind of like that. My parents were a little bit different in situations. I mean, both my parents technically didn't finish college. My dad did, however, get an honorary degree from this company because he does so well for them. Well, you, know, you know the old <laughs> expression, never let school get in the way of your education, right? True, true. But there are times where um, school is more important um, no, absolutely. because it does provide you an education. Yeah. Some people don't want to go to school because it's hard, um, but the, you shouldn't overlook that. School's not the path for everybody. Steve Jobs and uh, Mark Zuckerberg, those are famous people who never got college degrees. Um, And those are very famous examples. But uh, I think it's important to note note that um, certain people uh, it will help and other people that it maybe is not for for them. It's the important part is distinguishing between that. Okay. So back to your mom and dad. Well, basically, my mom, I found out my dad actually went to college for a history degree. He was going to be a history teacher. And so, well, basically growing up, my grandpa, after he got out of Vietnam, he came home, he started a few trucking businesses. My dad was the one doing the booking, which was funny for a kid in high school. So he was doing the booking um, because my grandpa apparently didn't know how to do certain things. So he he did, I believe, four or five. Don't quote me on that, but he did somewhere on there that many businesses and helped my my uh, grandpa with that many businesses and then after that he went he uh, went to college he goes through college did all these jobs for my dad and so eventually he got married to my mom year later pregnant with my oldest brother david and so they're going they go through life and it was pretty hard back then because my dad didn't have much money and he went from different jobs different jobs because he didn't finish his college degree because in college i'll he was a little bit of a partier (laughs) (laughs) yeah he was a bit of a partier never never heard of such a thing oh yeah well my dad was you should ask him but his journey was a bit more um hard because he was trying to find different jobs i remember at one point he worked in a cave system which as a kid going to um daddy daughter work day was pretty fun at a cave system but yeah whereabouts was that I can't remember. In it was. Kansas City? I, w- I was in. I was be about five then. Okay. I just remember being a cave system. It was so fun as a little kid. Yeah. And yeah, but back then we living in a uh, a. Uh, it had three bedrooms, and I have four brothers, so that's a five kid two parent ratio. 
in this three-bedroom, uh, two-bath house. Right. So my parents eventually decided to renovate one of the rooms downstairs. We'll redo them and repurpose it and make it a uh, ba- an extra bedroom. Okay. So my bro- I had two brothers in each bedroom, um, two brothers downstairs, two brothers beside me, and then I got my own room because I was a girl. My parents were in the room across from me. And so it was a very small house, and we were not in a good situation. We Well, we were okay, but we weren't financially as stable as we'd like. My mom would uh, budget pennies, basically. Sure. Yeah. And so my parents taught me the value of money and the value of budgeting and the valid value of not taking what you have for granted. Right. Because it is a privilege to have what you have. It is a privilege to do what you have, right. be able to do what you right. do. My dad worked really hard. He, he went underneath Armstrong. He finally got into a good place. Then he got a good... Uh, then he... Uh, Worked for a company now, and he he's doing very well. Right. And then eventually he decided to open up his own office. So now I believe he has he has a whole sales team underneath him now, and he's got at least, I'll say, 12 to 14 agents in his office right very now. Nice. And so my mom works with him as CFO and human resources. She does taxes and stuff for the company. And so they work together um, as a team. And so, But my dad's the big main boss. But... And he is making pretty good money now. Um, and we do live in a much better house than we did now um, because my brothers would basically, most of them would have their own rooms right, right. right now. Let me, let me ask you this. Out, so. You got, uh, what, five siblings and three bedrooms? That kind Four of, siblings. Well, five altogether kids. Yes. That kind of reminds uh, me of dorm life. Is that, is that a good correlation? Not really. I mean, the dorm life I have right now, because I have I have a little bit more of expensive equipment for filming, more than other people, and because, also because I needed to adjust to having my own room. So in order to adjust with that, I sort of have my own dorm room right now, and it's a little bit different. I have people next door who act like siblings do. Yeah. It's a little bit of a correlation um, to my old situation, but it's not similar because we're not right on top of each other. Right, right. It was a di- it was a more difficult situation than uh, n- back then. Although as a little kid, I didn't know it right, until I was older. And then eventually I figured out, and then I remembered, and we went back to that house. Actually, I went back about a year ago, and that house was uh, <laughs> small. Yeah, I'm sure. it was tiny. Yeah. and so I just like realized what the situation we were in because. My, I also found a couple of my old, my parents, uh, they kept it in this filing cabinet, but I found a couple of their old budgeting planners. Oh, my. So I knew how bad we had, where it was being. My let parents me, let me ask, saying. coming from a fairly good-sized family, how has the adjustment to being away from home and college life been? Eh, not much of a change. I mean, but then again, there is a huge difference because each one of my siblings and I are two, um, two years apart. And so, <laughs> they each moved out, and so it's not much of a difference because I was always on my own. I was always the girl because first David moved out, then John, and then Josh was always at football, same with Daniel, and so no one was home. I was the only one home, so it's not much of a difference. Okay. I'm so used to being by myself. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, uh, My yeah. parents were at work, although I admit I'm a full-blown daddy's girl. I love my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> kind of known as a, a person recognizable because you wear your headsets all the time around campus what are you what are you listening to all the time um 
audiobooks, music, uh, that type of thing. I have a lot of uh, songs downloaded on my phone, um, and it. I didn't know I was that recognizable for them. <laughs> yeah, because it used to be, didn't you used to have some blue headphones? Oh, yeah. Those blue must be a fall color for you. No, no. Those were cookie at five and below. I, <laughs> I, uh, my last headphones, I had them for two years. Pretty long time for those headphones. Those th headphones were $32, and they were only meant to last a year. Right. I was glad they lasted that long. But basically, they stopped working. So I, in order to, because I still had to wear my headphones. Well, in my opinion, I had to. Uh, music has a tendency to keep me uh, calm, and it also helps me focus. Um, so I bought five and below headphones. Two of them actually. One of them uh, broke. Yeah. So the other one, and so. I was getting that while I was waiting for these ones. These ones are a lot. I did a lot of research on these, and I and they'll they're more heavy duty. Okay. So they should last me a good long time. What are you? <laughs> uh, what projects that you worked on last fall and up to this point in the spring semester are you most proud of since you've been here? Um, I'll admit, every time I look back on something, I can see the faults in it. Absolutely, it, that's part it, of the deal. Yeah, it's like if. Other people tell me they look great, and I'm like, this video is shaking. Yeah. This transition needs a lot of work. This <laughs> video is not consistent. It's like I can see all the faults in it. I mean, the most I'm proud of is my tutoring center video, and the one I haven't shown yet, which is the Marvel one. I'm doing a big the draft first draft. I'm really proud of because I didn't really. It was me experimenting and not knowing how to do certain things. And then I had fun with it. And now I'm making a much heavy dutier one. It's okay. gonna be fun. So um, I'm almost, I'm, well, I'm halfway done with that um, heavy duty overhaul of the Marvel. It's, like it's like the Marvel intro with the images inside. I'm doing a version of that for NCMC. And so I'm trying to get that done to a more professional level. My goal is to create a video that my mentor, Stephanie, that she, I can send off to her and she has no notes. Because mm -hmm. she did it professionally, she did filming right. in um, LA, and so I'm trying to get it so that I'm 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 as good as I can be. I want to make things as best as I can. Outside of video work, what do you do in your free time? Well, mainly just um, school or stuff from my parents or stuff for cousins. I uh, well, and audiobooks. I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Read a lot of Percy Jackson. <laughs> I love that series, but and you will hear me talk about Rick Riordan's books a lot because I love those books and those are the main ones I'm reading right now. But outside of that, it's mainly school. School's been packing on, and also it's adjusting to college life as well from being a high school student. Also, the fact I will admit I'm tutoring a lot of high school kids from my old high school because they randomly call me <laughs> asking for help with geometry, and I'm like. I was your old geometry tutor. I am now in college. <laughs> and so um, I would just, and some of them admit, um, think that I have all the time in the world, which I don't. Right. Because there is a big difference between high school and college. Big difference. I mean, your, uh, your assignments that used to take you like 45 minutes now take you two hours to figure out what the heck you're doing, and then another two hours to get it done. <laughs> well, on some assignments. Thanks for sharing all of that information. Appreciate <laughs> it. No, I mean, you've been a, a great help to me. And uh, like you said, I'm kind of like you. I, I experiment with things and try to learn from other people. So that's a, that's a great relationship to have with you. Yeah, yes, and I also like to admit my faults, too, because it's important to... If you don't admit your faults, how are you ever going to learn? 
because I mean I'm not that great of director. I'm actually kind of I actually kind of suck at it right now. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> trying to learn it. Um, so it's it's more of admitting your faults um, is what boosts me the most. Experimenting is great and it does boost me a lot, but the thing that boosts me the most is recognizing my faults and my um, and my downfalls, basically, so I can learn from them. Thanks for listening to the Pirate People podcast today, featuring freshman student Ray Keel. Until next week, we say goodbye and go Pirates!